Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast, where you can find tools and inspiration for working mums who are ready to overcome the mental load so that they can live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in their everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello and welcome back to episode six of the Balancing Act podcast. As ever, I am delighted to be here with you and I would like to kick off by wishing you a very happy new year. This is the first podcast that I've recorded in 2021 and saying that I can almost not believe it because it feels like this last week has been several weeks in one And I know for many of us, it hasn't quite been the start to the new year that we might have been anticipating. So um, there's been a lot of changes, a lot of juggling to do. And you may be feeling things you didn't expect to feel. So frustration, resentment, overwhelming tiredness, procrastination, lack of energy, And all of those things are absolutely fine. Those are totally normal ways to feel. So don't beat yourself up about it. Acknowledge it. Be super kind to yourself. And that's what I wanted to bring out in today's episode. So what I thought I would talk about today is how to schedule in time for yourself. And The idea for this is based around my word of the year, which for me is authenticity. I always like choosing a word that sets my intention for the year um, so that everything I do in that year and all the goals that I set come back to that, that bigger intention. And if that idea of setting intentions is something new to you, then I would encourage you to go back and listen to last week's episode, episode five, where I talk about setting goals based on intention rather than based on action, something that I think is particularly applicable this year. So if you also set words of the year. I'd love to know what yours is. I'm always really interested in hearing people's story. And this year, mine came to me really very easily, but in quite a surprising way. So in December, I decided to do a bit of an experiment um, with choice. So I recognised the fact that I wanted to embrace the winding down of the year. It had been quite an intense year, like both physically and mentally, and it had felt like a bit of an emotional roller coaster. And so I decided that I wanted to do that, that easing and slowing down. And then I also wanted to embrace the like cosy, snuggly, relaxed feel of the season. So quite often what happens to me um, in the time leading up to Christmas is I get so excited for Christmas and I love it. I really, really enjoy all the preparation and anticipation, especially with young kids around. It's so exciting. But it usually takes me so much time to like get up and going with my planning and preparation that 
I'm doing it all quite last minute and I don't get the chance to fully enjoy it. And so before I know, like Christmas is there already and then it's over too quickly. So I decided that I want to just embrace that whole festive feel as well. And up until then, I had been spending most of my evenings and good chunks of time at the weekend working on setting up my business. And this is something that definitely didn't feel like a chore because I absolutely love it. And I didn't feel like I had to do it in any way at all. But I also find at the same time, I had uh, like quite a list building up of things that I felt that I just never had time for. And um, I'm a big believer in like not not having time, just not making time for things. So what I decided to do was in December, I give up doing work in the evenings and I planned out either just spaces of time or specific activities that felt indulgent and luxurious and like a a bit of a treat. So I did a really long yoga class a few times a week, which I loved. I set up a space in the house where I could light a candle, have some lovely lighting, some nice music to go along with it. And it, it just felt lovely. I took up knitting, which is something my mum's always been really interested in. And so it was lovely to connect with her. She did some virtual lessons for me. I read a bit more. So books I'd started through the year or things that had been hanging around on my bedside table. I took time over choosing and wrapping presents. I did some more festive baking than I usually do, which I love. And I spent more time like remotely with friends on Zoom calls and catch ups. And I also did something a little bit outrageous, which was an improvisation workshop. And this came about from a suggestion from my own coach where I was talking to her about wanting to incorporate more fun and lightheartedness and like carefreeness in my attitude And so she suggested this improvisation workshop, which I thought was stand up comedy to begin with. And me doing stand up comedy is like my idea of my worst possible nightmare. I I just couldn't even comprehend taking the first steps. But turns out it's actually more like um, the idea of improvised theatre, if you like. So the class I did was based around some activities and games and it was all really relaxed and casual and laid back and really good fun. You could just be a bit silly and there was no expectation of like performance in any way. So that was, yeah, the novelty of that was really, really fun. And so even though I had all these activities planned in the evening, the really surprising thing to me was that none of the business stuff fell away. So the things that I decided were my non-negotiables all got done and that it wasn't because I stayed up late or got up early in the morning. I was able to just fit them into time in my day that I hadn't been making use of or um, my husband took the kids for a bit longer at the weekends to allow me to do that stuff. And All of that 
as well as all of that, I also had my most active month on social media to date, which was like a really good and um, positive achievement for me. So, yeah, that all came as a bit of a surprise. And I knew from that experiment that that isn't how I want to spend my time in the evenings all of the time. So part of the reason I enjoyed it so much was the novelty, the novelty of that time doing things that I loved and enjoyed and also the novelty of doing new things. And that's something that's really important to me. I know that I really thrive on learning and developing new skills. But the experiment did teach me a few things and that's what I wanted to share with you in this episode. So I guess I wanted to emphasise the importance of scheduling in that time for yourself, especially when things feel particularly busy. So at those times, it can feel impossible to do so. But I guess what I learned from that is that it can be so, so nourishing when you do. And it can keep at bay some of those feelings of resentment or frustration or annoyance that build up um, and help you work through them a bit more by spending that time on yourself and giving yourself a bit of TLC. So the three things I wanted to pass on were firstly, we have choice over our time and It may well feel at the minute, which I totally empathise with, that we don't. And that might be because you have a job where you have to be there for a certain time of day or you you have to be there for a certain number of hours in the day. And you have to look after your kids. So you have to homeschool them. You have to spend time playing with them. You have to feed them. There may be some activities in your day that are important but aren't absolutely essential and it may be that taking the time out for some self-care and dedicated attention to yourself may actually be more beneficial to you overall than the task at hand. So, you know, certain household chores, for example, may be able to like be put off for a while or be done by somebody else, for example. The the second thing it reminded me of then was how much fun it is to try new things. So I don't know about you, but I spend a lot of time in catch up mode. So never feeling like I have enough time to do even the hobbies that I already have. And so when I do have that time, it feels very precious and I I have a lot of expectation around it. I feel like when I spend time on a hobby, I need to be able to see progress. So um, like running, I'm not running a lot at the minute actually, but running, you know, every time I go out, I want to set a better pace, for example. Or I want to have a product to show at the end of it. So I want to know that I've spent my time doing something productive. 
But letting go of those feelings and just doing something for the sheer act of creativity and enjoyment was so liberating. And it really reminded me of how fun it is to try new things without any expectation. And then the last thing that it made me realise was spending time on ourselves is a really important aspect of our own identity, which is how I got to this idea of authenticity. As a mum, in normal times, never mind at the minute, we spend a lot of time in doing mode, quite typically. So feeling like we don't have enough time or always trying to like play catch up and get through that to-do list. And so focusing just on getting things done rather than the process of actually doing them. And so for me, taking that time to slow down and think about the things I was doing meant that the people I was with, um, I felt like I connected with them a lot more than I I would have done in usually. And to me, connection is a really important value. And so I was able to spend more time on that. And it made me feel just a bit more like myself. And so from that, I would like to invite you also to commit a bit of time for yourself, to schedule yourself in wherever you possibly can without any expectation of what you need to do in that time. And I totally understand that people are in many different circumstances at the minute and that might be something that is much easier or more difficult for you to do right now. But even if it is just a minute a day, then setting that intention and, you know, honouring yourself almost, like trusting yourself that you can show up and you can you can be there to take care of yourself and show yourself that love and kindness when things do feel pretty tough. If this is something that you have maybe tried in the past and find difficult to do or like at the minute find it hard to comprehend where you would even start, then um, maybe try setting up a bit of accountability. So tell your family in advance what you're going to be doing and that you're taking some time out to yourself and you won't be around between like four and five that afternoon, for example. Tell them what you'll be doing if that helps or maybe arrange to do the activity remotely with a friend or join an online class as well. Then I think the other key to making you want to do it is choose your activity with like love and attention. So especially when we're so busy and even at the last right up until the last minute, you can have that hesitation as to whether it is a productive way to spend your time. And it may feel like more hassle than it's worth. So make it something that really appeals to you. Choose something that feels relaxing um, and relaxing doesn't have to be sitting in front of the TV. So it may be something that allows you to switch your mind off fully. So something that actually involves a bit of activity or concentration. If you don't like that, um, the rigidity of that, then maybe just keep a, a running list somewhere on your phone or a notebook 
of things that you like to do. So things that you like maybe come across online or stuff that you see something lying about the house that it reminds you of and keep a list of things that you you might want to do so that if when you do schedule in that time you've got a list to choose from and you can choose the one that feels best for you in that minute. Finally with all of that if you still can't really see how you could get started then please do drop me a message uh, my personal list of suggestions is pretty long and I'd be more than happy to help you out with lots of suggestions of what to do with one minute to one hour of time. And I can also share some techniques to, to help you through that. So that's it from me this week. I'll be back again next week. Um, in the meantime, do drop me a message on Instagram at Debbie Leeku. Let me know how you get on. And um, I'll look forward to speaking to you then. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can help spread the word to all the other working mums out there looking for more balance in their everyday. If you'd like to hear more, you can find me on Instagram at Debbie Lee Co or on my website at debbielee.co.uk where you can download your free kickstart guide to finding your balance as a working parent. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.